0: Honestly, I'm not sure what to say. I'm really not. There's so much that's so flawed about this hockey team right now, and I still come back to one single facet that drives me the most nuts. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovachevich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball and other such things that allow you to stay sane, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Islanders 4, Penguins 3, in overtime despite the Penguins having had a two-goal lead in the final six minutes of regulation. Yes, the exact same script from Long Island. Pretty much the same names across the board. Brock Nelson getting the overtime goal. Brock Nelson, who only has 742 career goals against Pittsburgh. Anders Lee, with a couple of goals, including the big tying goal with a minute 15 left. Lee, who never seems to pass out enough memos to the rest of the league that he might be the very best net front presence that any team has. Brian Dumoulin certainly didn't get a copy of that memo in utterly abandoning him on that goal. Again, I can go through pretty much every name on the roster, even the names you still like and point out something highly specific that that player did to contribute to this loss. But it'll get nowhere. Meaning, conceptually. Meaning, if I say that so-and-so stinks and should be benched, it doesn't matter. Not just because I'm nobody and that nobody should listen to me, but because he's not going to be benched, so the subject matter becomes moot. If I go through the things that Dumoulin messed up, if I go through that bizarre sequence at the end involving Jeff Carter, in which he cost them a defensive zone draw that led to Lee's tying goal, if I go through Tristan Jari's lack of saves when they were needed, the Islanders scoring on three of their final six shots, I'd, I'd, it just doesn't matter. Because listen to Jari himself when asked, in general, what happened at the end of that game? Yeah, obviously, they they played a full 65. We were able to push the first and second period. And uh, I think just a little bit of puck management in the third period. And obviously, uh, there's a couple of bounces that went their way. Loose translation. Wasn't me. Not my problem. If it was a one-time thing, you could say, hey, he just misspoke. Uh, you know... Rough night, give him a break, whatever else. But he does this all the time. He's going to point to uh, lack of puck management that you heard there. He's going to point to bad bounces. Uh, Anytime anybody asks him about actual goaltending, he actually turns a little bit nasty, which is probably going to surprise some people who don't know him. And that's fine. All of that's his right. Right. How he is with reporters is the bottom of the bottom of anything, okay? But how he is in terms of accountability, that affects the whole process. In fact, how everyone at every level of this organization fails to assign accountability is probably the problem, I think, that this whole franchise has right now. I I talk a lot about Dumoulin and Carter, and before that, uh, Brock McGinn, Kasperi Kapanen, Teddy Bluger. Well, those three guys are gone. Those other two are still here. The goaltending issue is still here. But so is the lack of meaningful line changes. So is the lack of meaningful defense pairings. So is the lack of Discipline, at least as it relates to a, a player who's a little bit older. I can guarantee you Drew O'Connor's going to hear about the minor penalty that he took in this game last night, same way he heard about it the previous time he took one. However, what about everybody else's? They don't hear a syllable. I'm not guessing at this. I know this. What about Carter, who's been in the league for nine decades? touching that puck off the high stick when he was facing an empty net. And he's got a linesman pretty much chasing him up the ice, yelling, high stick, high stick, high stick. This way, so even if Carter didn't see the arm up, he was aware, he was made aware by this official from what I heard that there was a high stick, meaning don't be a dummy and touch the puck. He touches a puck, comes back to the defensive zone, and all that other stuff. There won't be any accountability there, just as there won't be positive accountability. Alex Nielander comes up. AHL All-Star top goal scorer down there did everything, according to everyone in management, all the way up to Brian Burke, that had been asked of him. He was told, listen... We know that you're a good offensive player. We want you to be able to do this, this, and this and this so that we can utilize you in Pittsburgh. So he goes and does it, and does it in spades, and then he comes up Tuesday for one game, and he shows so well that he blows the analytics out of the water in addition to his assists that he record. He gets the highest praise from Sullivan and then later on Burke that we've heard for any call up. Wow! Since I can remember, because everyone hates everybody who gets called up from Wilkesbury because there's so little talent down there, they're praising the heck out of this guy, and all I'm saying to myself is, they're sending him back. They're sending him back. They're going to send him back, and they send him back. And you can say what you want about uh, the the technical components to it. And I can actually appreciate the value of his going back with some of the details that have been laid out. However. It's the second week of March, and that opponent that you played last night was the most important opponent you had on the remaining schedule to beat for all kinds of reasons, but especially the simplest of all, that being the standings. The Penguins are now in the second and final spot for the wild card in the East, and the Islanders leapfrogged them. That's a pretty big difference there in a four-point game and their concern was whether or not they would have x number of additional recalls the rest of the way how about you worry about the rest of the way when you get to the rest of the way again no accountability no urgency i just don't understand what's happening right now when we come back j1q j one q comes from Tad, who says, DK, good to meet you at the airport Sunday night when I saw your headline for the Thursday daily shot of Penguins. There were so many ways that you could have taken that exposed angle. You know, like Hextall gets exposed again for the Capenin signing. Hextall gets exposed again because of his disregard for cap space flexibility. Sully gets exposed for his inflexibility in sitting down, one of his sacred cow veterans. You know, Tad, first of all, it it was mutually nice meeting you there. I I was super crazy tired, so I hope you don't hold it against me if I was barely coherent. That was on the flight back from uh, Florida where I was doing some baseball. And I'm going to be honest with you right back. I, I feel like that word exposed... Could have come up in a million different ways in that game last night. Uh, to watch the Penguins just disintegrate and to do it in such a predictable, gradually unfolding manner to the point that it felt like there were 18,000 people in that building just just waiting, waiting maybe even picking which islanders would score the goals and of course if you were to do that you would pick lee and nelson above all right now and it's 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 not a comfortable place uh, to be as someone who's following the penguins especially someone as passionate as a devoted fan um uh, because you're not used to being in this spot I've gotten a lot of feedback um, in particular over these last 72 hours from people who are as mad as I've ever heard them. And this kind of gets coupled together with the whole Mikhail Nylander acquisition at the trade deadline, which makes so little sense in so many different ways. And it's, it's different. It's different than a, a playoff failure. It's different than some kind of losing streak where there's a lot of obvious variables like, well, you know, we didn't have Sid or we didn't have Geno. Uh, well, but here are the Penguins right now. This deep into the season, Sid and Gino still haven't missed a game. And they've been pretty productive. And so have most of their main guys. But it's been this supporting cast and I'll say it again, that lack of accountability. That's created this just toxic atmosphere, not on the inside, not on the inside. I I can't stress this part strongly enough. They all think everything's fine. No matter what the circumstance, no matter how sickly the loss, uh, even after last night, they, they would swear to you, everything's fine. And I think that's part of the problem. I really do because if you think everything's fine or that everything's about to be fine or that if you just stick with it to give you part of one of the answers that Mike Sullivan gave me when I asked why no changes had been made on the power play, then that's, you know, that's more of the same. That's lack of accountability. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins and we'll do another one of these Monday.